Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Welcome to another season of NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. I am Kyle Rickey with you for a 10th season here on the show, joined by my brand new co-host for 2022 and short track ace Chris Wilner, who's been part of the MRN family now for what, the last three or four seasons at least, uh, working select events for us in the turns and on pit road. And now, uh, Chris, want to welcome you into uh, the NASCAR Coast to Coast side of things here at MRN. Thank you so much, Kyle. It's a pleasure. And uh, as somebody who's watched the show the last few years, it's an honor to uh, take the seat next to you and talk a little short track racing. I can't believe it's already 2022 already. Feels like we just ended the 2021 season, doesn't it? And exactly. Uh, we zipped through the holidays, and, and here we go, uh, off for another season. There is no one that I feel can take the place of Hannah Newhouse, <laughs> such as yourself. Uh when it comes to short track racing, I feel like you're everywhere. And we talked about the off season. You've been everywhere. I don't know if you've had an off season. I see you on flow racing. Uh, what new year's Eve. I think things kicked off at Tulsa yep. shootout. Uh, you did six, six nights at the chili bowl. Uh, plus you just got back from uh, the Rolex 24 sports car race, uh, working down in Daytona. So uh, you've been busy. Have you recovered yet? No, I, I will at some point, maybe after the show. <laughs> I've really had time to digest everything, but it's uh, it's certainly been fun. You know, uh, what off season, right? No rest for the wicked. It's been fun, and it's gotten a lot of, um, you know, really exposed me a lot to different styles of racing, and um, it's only going to make things better as far as, you know, what I can bring to the table. So I know no- nobody can replace Hannah. Uh, but I certainly will try uh, and bring some of my uh, knowledge here to uh, coast to coast. But I'm excited, man. I'm pumped. It's uh, I can't believe I finally get to work with you. This is a dream come true for me, Kyle. This is gonna, this is going to be uh, awesome. I think yeah. it's going to be amazing. And it starts here today. Our first episode of the season. A lot to talk about. Uh, we talk about the off season. A lot of news have come down during the off season, including the schedules. Uh, for for this year, the Arca Menard Series, Arca East, Arca West, and the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, uh, all the visions that uh, we focus heavily on, they all fall under the NASCAR umbrella, the Pinty Series up in Canada as well. And once again, in 2022, Arca doesn't disappoint. One of the most diverse schedules, again, I've, I've seen, and we talk about it every year. It's like, how much more diverse can it get? But, uh, you know, they, they keep beating themselves every year. Yeah, they certainly do, and it's becoming that that really premier series that launches a lot of careers. And obviously, now you look at all the different tracks we go to, and the different you know really styles of racetracks. I mean, there's everything from DeCoin to Talladega and the like in between. And um, you toss in you know kind of that championship within a championship again with the Sioux City Challenge or the Showdown events. And a lot of these young young kids are really uh, getting thrown in the fire here. And I, it's been cool, even just the last couple of years, I've paid attention to the Arc Menard series of just how intense this series has gotten from a competition standpoint 
from also to, you know, all the different elements as far as the racetracks are concerned. So you're right. Certainly doesn't disappoint again in 2022. I mean, this thing is loaded. It's kind of hard for me, Kyle, I don't know about you to, to pick one I'm really looking forward to the most. What about you? The next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Which exactly. is the first one at Daytona, uh, February 19th, right here. It can be heard on the Motor Racing Network coming up part of a doubleheader day with the NASCAR Xfinity Series season opener over the next coming weeks we'll dive into more of these schedules modifies of course open up for the first time at new smyrna part of uh, speed weeks on february 12th the east series is down there as well uh for uh, the seventh or eighth year in a row on february 15th so definitely more conversation about that in the uh, in the coming weeks a lot of racing already this off season we'll start out west uh, chris uh what race that you weren't at <laughs> the chili willie at tucson speedway in arizona uh a strong field 27 super late models and uh a familiar name at the point yeah absolutely it was i was actually a race i was kind of hoping i could squeeze in at some point but obviously with the shootout and the chili bowl just wasn't really uh, much time after i got from that but uh no it was an absolute great race uh, we actually had history too, right, Kyle? The first driver to win two Chili Willies in in its nine year history, Preston Peltier. So, I mean, that's that's a ch- an achievement in itself, let alone winning that race. And uh, with it being on Flow Racing this year, certainly got a lot of eyeballs on it. One of the biggest super late model races on the West Coast all season long. Twenty seven, I believe, cars took the green flag, and Preston able to hold off Co- Cody Vanderwall. In a uh, a lengthy second half of the race, it was one of those events where the first half zipped right along, and then yellow and red flag fever flew over the last uh, 60 or so laps but uh, Preston able to pick up the race win there a uh, couple of other events during the off season uh, speed fest this past weekend ja- down in Georgia uh, again good fields of cars down uh, down south yeah absolutely and the car counts have been growing just exponentially every time we have these kind of crossover events with super late models and pro late models and modified tour style modifieds. I mean, just the type of talent that comes down there. And obviously, you know, we talked about, or I'm sure you guys did on the show, you know, ending 2021 of, of Bubba Pollard's kind of rise back to form in that 26. And uh, Kyle, I think he's back. What, what would you say after picking up the super late model win down there at speed fest and obviously rolling right along, he, he got the red eye victory uh, as well earlier this year, had a snowball victory last year to cap off 2021. So, so uh, Bubba's back, dude. What do you think? I would agree. I would agree with that. Uh, he's been in the news, no doubt, a lot here over the last six months, including during the offseason, holding off Chandler Smith and Carson Hosevar. Very competitive super late model event down there in Georgia this past weekend. Uh, Michael Hinde, we should mention, also picked up the pro late model feature event. And uh, those are just a couple of names that I'm sure we're going to hear a lot about, especially Bubba, over the next uh, couple of weeks as well down there at the new Smyrna Speedway. Modifieds are at new Smyrna coming up, Chris. How excited are you to see the open wheel ground pounders uh, tour that half mile oval for six nights this year, if you include the NASCAR wheel and modified tour race? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, certainly one of my new favorite styles of race cars as I've been following the short track scene over the last couple of years. And uh, they're wicked fast, man. And I think the car counts, especially on that side of things, are growing exponentially and, and the talent too as well. And Man, the ground pounders, as you call them, I mean, they they are absolutely just rip around New Smyrna. It's one of my growing to be one of my favorite racetracks as well, just in general for short track racing. So uh, I'm gonna be locked in. But man, six nights if you count, like you said, the the wheel and modified tours race. I mean, that is a lot for these guys to handle right off the bat. Forty two teams and one of the most successful drivers over the last decade. They call him Big Money. 
Matt Hirschman will join us here on the show coming up after the break on this first episode of 2022 of NASCAR Coast to Coast. Wing Nation is the show for sprint car fans. Hosted by Aaron Everham, Ashley Stremme, and myself, the postman Steve Post, the three of us each have deep ties to the sprint car community. Whether it's a connection and love for other fans of the sport, experience in the cockpit, or a passion and love for all things dirt racing. Each week, we offer up a live show on Tuesday at noon on Facebook and YouTube, a podcast every Thursday, and a TV show that airs Saturdays on MAV-TV. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy in. Four tires, Sunoco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's up here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. This NASCAR season, Toyota Racing isn't looking for just anyone to join the team. No, we're looking for bankers, the ones who are open on Sundays. So if you live for the gravity-defying 31-degree banks like this one on Turn 4 at Daytona, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. I'd like to introduce something different here in this edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast. Throughout our shows, we always cover the results, the recaps, and obviously the big names and newsmakers across the short track racing world each and every year. But just how far down deep do these grassroots really go in the short track world? Well, it's February 22, and once again, it's time to talk about another racing season. But just like birds, race car drivers, they tend to flock south for the winter, and one of those popular destinations is the new Smyrna Speedway, and that's where Kyle Rickey's dug up some really interesting facts about what makes this racetrack really special. Kyle, what'd you find out? In Samsula, Florida in 1964, at the intersection of Florida State Roads 415 and 44, there was a prime piece of land owned by the Hart family. Today, that same intersection is a landmark of the short track pavement scene. The story of how it got there, while intriguing, is a bit of a mystery. In fact, there's an article from the 1982 Daytona Beach Morning Journal that has two features. One with Dr. Robert Hart, who along with his parents, Clyde and Dolly Hart, owned and operated the facility at the time. And Benny Corbin, the architect of many racetracks, including New Smyrna Speedway. One interview on top of the other both with conflicting accounts of the track's origin, from a lot for lease to a dirt half-mile called Daytona Raceway to the new Smyrna Speedway we know today. All things considered, what's not a mystery is the effort and care that has gone into the track and continues to make it a successful, fun, competitive environment for fans and racers alike. Through the first decade of its operation, the Hart family quickly began cementing New Smyrna Speedway as a racer's track, racing nearly all 52 weeks a year, only canceling races based on driver votes and impossibly bad weather, all while never lowering their purses based on ticket sales. From the late 60s through the 80s, the track became known for some of the best stock car racing. Late models, modifieds, and even spectator races 
where some either became local heroes or a warning for others as to the consequences of borrowing Dad's Cadillac for a track day. As the track grew and began to cement its legacy, so did some of the stars of the sport. NASCAR Hall of Famer Richie Evans won just about every modified race there was to win, most more than once, winning over 35 feature events there. A lasting quote from Richie being, if you can win at New Smyrna Speedway, you can win anywhere in the United States. That's no small statement from a guy who had over 480 wins between 40 tracks and 14 states. After the sport tragically lost Richie due to a fatal accident, New Smyrna Speedway dedicated an annual 100-lap race to his memory. Now in 2022, as the track legacy continues and new heroes rise, one driver in particular has begun his chase for a place in the history books at New Smyrna Speedway. A 35-year-old from Pennsylvania who has now won three consecutive Richie Evans memorials, along with three of the last five New Smyrna Speedway World Series of Asphalt Racing Modified Championships. Big Money Matt Hirschman has made New Smyrna Speedway his personal modified playground. After this break, we'll catch up with Matt and see what he has in store for the 2022 season. Wing Nation is the show for sprint car fans. Aaron Evernham, Ashley Stremme, and myself, the postman Steve Post, each have deep ties to the sprint car community. Whether it's a connection to a former great, experience in the cockpit, or a passion and love for all things dirt racing. This show is a source of insight and entertainment for sprint car fans everywhere. Each week we offer a live show Tuesdays at noon on Facebook and YouTube, a podcast every Thursday, and a TV show that airs every Saturday on MAV TV. Back here on NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network, able to catch up with our first guest of the 2022 season, a driver that uh, knows the new Smyrna Speedway well, a track that we've been talking about a lot on this show and we'll talk about over the course of the next couple of weeks, the home of the World Series of Asphalt Racing. Matt Hirschman, Big Money, joins us, uh, a driver that's picked up the last couple of modified championships down there, last three-time winner of the Richie Evans 100. Matt, first off, thanks for joining us here. Sorry about that. Uh, thank you. Yeah, good to join you today. First off, how's the off season? And uh, part two of that question is, are you ready to get out of the, the Northeast and head down south to Florida and, and get going? Yeah, I think we all are. Uh, you know, that's really one of the uh, big positives or bonuses uh, is uh, not just getting to go get back racing, but it really breaks up the winter here in the Northeast. Uh, there's, uh, you know, it's been cold that, uh, we've had snow and, and, uh, you know, spending, uh, a week plus, uh, and if the, the weather cooperates, uh, the average is usually 70 degrees. And, uh, you know, it's certainly, uh, when you get back from that, then spring is, uh, is just around the corner, but, uh, it seems like, uh, you know, it, uh, it takes to, to get through that and, uh, and start to get closer to March till you get a little little bit better weather up here. So it's really the, the best time of year to do this for sure. Matt, we talk about your success at New Smyrna Speedway. What has been the key for you? And I guess, what do you like so much about that track that's adapted well to your driving style? Because especially, you know, the accolades galore at New Smyrna Speedway in itself alone are just mind-boggling. So what what, what is it about the racetrack for you that just sits well? 
Well, I think it suits the modifieds well to, to start. Uh, it's even before I've really had much success there, I, I've said that uh, I've seen some of the best modified races I've ever watched at that track. And uh, it, uh, it just suits the cars so well. And, uh, and that goes back, I mean, 70s, 80s, 90s on. The modifieds have been a part of the World Series and, uh, and have been doing this for uh, a long time. And uh, like I said, they just seem to, uh, to be a perfect match for New Smyrna Speedway. And, uh, and recently we've been successful and uh, they're, you know, it's a fun track. You definitely, uh, um, you definitely can, can race and pass and, uh, and put on some exciting shows. Uh, uh, just a few years ago, Anthony Nacella and I had, uh, had a photo finish, uh, uh, almost, uh, probably as close to a dead heat as you can get. I, I still think I had my nose ahead, but, uh, um, but it was decided that, uh, they called it live and they, they thought he won, but, uh, it was that close. So, uh, and it was, uh, several laps of that, uh, leading up to that finish. So, uh, that was probably, uh, I was a part of, uh, you know, one of the best, uh, modified races ever held there. And, and like I said, I've seen some others or been a part of some. Um, but, uh, uh, it just says, uh, just a, a great fit for our cars and, uh, and, you know, it's a big stage for us. A lot of people from around the country get to watch asphalt modifieds, uh, that maybe don't see us, uh, much throughout the year. It is five consecutive nights of racing for the modifieds. You have won three of the last four week long championships. You finished second, the other two years, um, and with, the uh, the exception of an occasional rainout, it's five straight nights of racing. What kind of a grind is that for you guys? How difficult is it, uh, you know, year in and year out to to do this this week down in in Florida? It's the hardest thing you you could do uh, as a race team, I believe. Uh, and we had we did the World Series a couple of times uh, back in the late two thousands and. Uh, you know, you, you learn, kind of learn the hard way. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you, you, you don't, um, you don't, uh, you know, really understand or appreciate or, or, uh, just have the experience to know how to approach the week and, uh, and how to manage the week, uh, as we do now, because we've, uh, we've been doing it consecutively now for five years with the PD Motorsports team. And uh, I feel like I've got a good handle on it. I've got a good uh, routine and, uh, and try to uh, just, like I said, I think manage the week is the key. Uh, you know, it certainly helps if you're uh, not wrecking cars and uh, having to rebuild uh, and repair. Uh, that can make things a, a lot easier. But uh, like I said, experience uh, and, uh, and just, um, you know, managing and uh, and, and knowing what the, the week uh, entails. And like I said, it's very, uh, very tough on a team. Uh, it's a lot of work. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, you just, uh, you can just get worn out and, uh, and, and performance, uh, uh, you know, will lack because of it. So it's, a, it's just, a, it's important. It's its own thing uh, for the, you know, the whole year. Well, you talk about the grind of just how it is during the course of the week, but this year with 42, I believe, entries in the modified division alone, I mean, why do you think that is, that we've just seen this staggering car crown continue to rise uh, as this event grows bigger and bigger? I mean, you know, from your vantage point, why do you think that is? 
Well, uh, in recent years, being that it got condensed down to, to one week and it's uh, five straight nights of racing where the Modifieds at one time raced all nine nights, then it was uh, eight of nine. And since they've reduced it to one week, the car count has pretty much just grown each year. And uh, what I, I, you know, I think uh, a, a lot of... Um, the draw of it is uh, all the attention that the racing has brought in recent years, um, you know, with live streaming and, and things like that. There's a lot of people I think that have watched and, and probably sit there and say, we got to do this or next year, you know, we're going. And, uh, and I think that's what's happened. I think the you know, the racing that we've, uh, done and, and the shows we put on, uh, it just, I think it looks like uh, it's appealing and, uh, um, you know, a lot of people, I think, want to just come down and, and try it out. So the last two years have seen record car counts. So um, it's, uh, you know, it's it's really, um, you know, building uh, momentum and, uh, you know, uh, over the years, like I said, it's had its ups and downs and, and uh, uh, recent, uh, you know, years have, uh, have really been... Uh, a positive even uh they've added a, a 602 crate modified class which is real basically the same type of cars just with crate engines narrower tires and even their count is pretty solid uh in comparison to the other classes there but i don't think um nothing's going to top the tour type modifieds in terms of car count and the shows we're going to put on uh you know i i say that uh you know with uh confidence that uh, we're going to be the best show in town and one of those shows during the week, the, uh, the Richie Evans 100. Of course, we lost Richie, uh, NASCAR Hall of Famer, in, in 1985. Uh, they have run this 100-lap event every year uh, since at New Smyrna to, to button up a busy week for the modified teams. You have won this race the last three years. How special uh, is it to, to win that event, take that trophy home at the end of the week? Well, it's... It's huge. Uh, obviously, carrying the the you know the name Richie Evans and knowing uh, you know uh, when they started the World Series, he was the guy to beat. Uh, he was the the big winner uh, uh, in the early years of that. And uh, you know, just um, it, it's at the end of the week. It's um, it's the biggest race of the week, and um, it it just carries that special uh, feeling and meaning. And I've said this for years and this, I'm not knocking the, the payouts or, or, you know, New Smyrna Speedway, but um, the race doesn't pay what it feels like it, it, it is when you win it. it. It feels as big as any race that pays 10,000 plus that's held uh, in the Northeast for these cars, you know, the rest of the season. Um, that's the type of feeling and satisfaction you get from winning the Richie Evans Memorial. And uh, I just wish it, you know, it did pay a little bit better what it probably should uh, or deserves. But uh, uh, nonetheless, uh, the satisfaction you get from winning that race is, is as great as just about any race uh, the rest of the year. So, uh, um, you know, that's, that's a big deal. Uh, like I said, I think when you go down there with a group of guys and girls and uh, you work, uh, you know, for what used to be a week and a half, and now it's still a, a week of just nonstop grinding every day. And uh, and when that last checkered flag falls, if you're the one in victory lane celebrating the Richie Evans 100, um, 
almost regardless of what the rest of the week was, uh, you're you're going home uh, flying high after that win. And to kind of put a bow on this, you know, we we kick off the season down there in New Smyrna for a week straight of racing, and then it's and then it's hit the ground running for 2022. What are some of your plans for this year? Obviously, we've seen you bounce around from different teams, but what what's your primary focus going to be here this season? I think it'll be similar to what I've done uh, recently because, uh, you know, I've kind of um, been doing roughly, uh, you know, the same type of thing now for several years. Now, we uh, we interchange a few events here and there, but as far as uh, generally how our season uh, will look, I think will be similar to that. Uh, not all the pieces of the puzzle are in place. There's still some schedules, uh, you know, the last ones coming together uh, are coming out. Uh, you know, to know exactly, uh, you know, uh, where we'll be throughout the, the year from start to finish. But I think uh, going to Florida and racing here uh, for Speed Weeks and the World Series is kind of almost like a season in itself or at least a, a, a segment of it. And then once you uh, leave there, um, it's pretty much all you think about, you know, leaving there uh, for a few weeks. But uh, once you then know what's next and you start to, prepare and move on to the rest of the season it's kind of uh becomes a distant memory that you really don't think about again until the final checkered flag falls uh which is typically in november for me uh then you you for two months you look ahead and and prepare for for the world series so um like i said we're kind of um just focused on that uh solely for right now and then uh uh, we'll evaluate the, the, you know, the rest of the season or what we'll call the regular season uh, after we finish up in Florida. Look forward to seeing you down there just over a week's time, Matt. Thank you for joining us here on the show and uh, best of luck down there as you chase yet another uh, World Series of Asphalt Racing Trophy at the New Smyrna Speedway. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, all the coverage is great. Uh, and like I said, it's it's one of the biggest things we'll do all year. It gains a lot of attention and uh, hopefully uh, the modifieds, uh, the tour type modifieds don't disappoint. That's another title here in just over a week's time at the new Smyrna Speedway. Big money, Matt Hirschman here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. We'll have more after the break. Wing Nation is the show for sprint car fans. Aaron Everham, Ashley Strummy, and myself, the postman Steve Post, each have deep ties to the sprint car community. Whether it's a connection to a former great, experience in the cockpit, or a passion and love for all things dirt racing. This show is a source of insight and entertainment for sprint car fans everywhere. Each week we offer a live show Tuesdays at noon on Facebook and YouTube, a podcast every Thursday, and a TV show that airs every Saturday on MAV TV. This season, Toyota Racing is looking for jugglers. Aha! Not the ones who toss balls or rings. Fans that can juggle the rigors of a 10-month-long season across many different racing circuits. Well, what if I added knives? What if you added GR Cup, Formula Drift, and off-road racing? If you can juggle it all, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. Formula Drift is a registered trademark of Formula Drift's holdings, LLC. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Wrapping up this first edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network, Kyle Ricky and Chris Wilder. And Chris, we have talked a lot about the World Series of Asphalt racing getting ready to kick off here in just about a week's time at the new Smyrna Speedway in Florida. A lot of different divisions, including big money, Matt Hirschman headlining for the Modifieds, but uh, a lot of other big names and, and some big numbers across the board set to head to uh, Central Florida. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just run down the list and not only we talking about Matt Hirschman, but in every single series that we have between super late models and pro late models, uh, this is kind of going to be the mecca of how we kick off the grassroots racing here in 2022. And uh, certainly the big names ha- have signed up for it with Ty Majeski coming back. Um, you've got tons of big names, including Kyle, some breaking news we just found out today. Yeah, as we're recording this, the uh, the Bowler Racing Enterprises team or the old blue car that's been on the uh, modified tour up here in New England since the 1960s. Uh, still going strong. The very first winners of the Spring Sizzler at the Stafford Speedway in 1972, reuniting uh, with their former championship driver, Ryan Priest, for a couple of events early in this season. Uh, they will be paired together at the, the NASCAR Modified Tour season opener at New Smyrna. And then again for that Spring Sizzler at the Stafford Motor Speedway the third weekend of April. So, uh, I think that's a, a huge boost to the entry list. Obviously, a big name. Ryan has run well at New Smyrna in years past, and I think one of only a few drivers to challenge Matt Hirschman uh, for for not only checkered flags down there, but the the week long championships. Yeah, for sure. And then you just go on down the list with a guy like Derek Griffith back trying to eye a third consecutive super late model championship. He's in the yep. field. Eric Jones was announced. He's going to be there as long as it doesn't conflict with his Daytona schedule on the cup side of things. So uh, you just see it at the reach of this event is, is starting to grab a lot of big names, even from the outside that are our traditional short track big names that we see each and every year. And uh I'm excited to see who's going to challenge Matt. I mean, obviously, he's kind of set the benchmark, but uh, there's a lot of names, including, uh, you know, Bubba Pollard, we mentioned, uh, kind of is expected to, not on the entry list yet, but is expected to at least run a couple of the big races, including the Orange Blossom 100 as part of the week as well. So uh, take your pick. I mean, there's a lot of favorites going down south this week. And this is something I think, I think fans have been asking for, uh, wanting to, to reconnect the national series of NASCAR to grassroots racing. And, and we saw it a little bit at the, the Tulsa shootout. Kyle Busch was there in what, three or four different divisions over the course of, of the three day event. We saw it at the chili bowl. We've seen it the last several years at the chili bowl uh, with the cup guys getting at it, Christopher bell and, and Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott's been there. And now we're seeing it at new Smyrna, a little bit more convenient. This tra- this racetrack, just a few miles down the road, from the big track, a lot of these guys are already in town uh, getting ready for, for the Daytona 500 uh, Speed Week. So I think this is what fans want. You mentioned Eric Jones, Ryan Priest. I'm sure there are some others that will pop up on that entry list before all is said and done when the official entries are in. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. And, you know, we talk about it each and every year, especially, you know, when you mentioned the Chili Bowl and some of the drivers and the shootout that have competed in that. But, I mean, look at like Travis Braden, a, a pavement specialist that took part in dirt. I think more and more drivers are realizing the importance of, of seat time and no matter what vehicle you're in 
And so it's really cool to see some of these names tackle these challenges of the super late model or pro late model or, or whatever different short track division that they can take part in just to get that added seat time, to get their feet back into it, especially for a lot of these drivers. You know, not a lot of off-season work has been going on, so they want to get kind of back in race shape uh, before they tackle their day job, you know, on Sundays. So uh, you're right, but it's a big win for the fans. It's a big win for the event yep. and just for short track racing in general. And if you can't make it down there, I think the other big news this offseason is you can watch it on flowracing.com, a, a streaming platform that we're familiar with, uh, that especially you're familiar with yep. the last couple of years with, with the Tulsa shootout and with the Chili Bowl, more asphalt-style racing added to the platform. Last year, Stafford Speedway up here in Connecticut started that trend, Thunder Road, Oswego all jumped on, and man, look at the schedule this year is incredible with all of the divisions that we're going to be talking about each week, streaming on Flow Racing, including the World Series, including ARCA, Pinty's, the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. Uh, big news for short track fans across the country. Absolutely, and big news for just the convergence of race fans. I mean, we're finally going to get a lot of different exposures from different sides of, of, of whether you're a dirt track fan or an asphalt fan, and now we're going to get just race fans because we're going to expose a lot of these fans to new different styles of racing. I mean, heck there's lawnmower racing on there, Kyle. I don't know if you checked that out over the off season. Like there's everything for any kind of race fan and it's only just going to grow the sport as a whole and uh, super props to flow for, for getting on board and uh, to having the NASCAR roots, you know, element to it as, as well as all the dirt short track stuff. And we're going to see a lot of big exposure come from this and it's only going to help grow the sport. I think I clicked on a snowmobile race the other yeah. day, like a 500, like a 500 mile snowmobile race or something crazy. It was uh, insane, but uh, yeah, you can watch it on flow. Of course, all the, the USAC stuff, uh, sprint cars, midgets, silver crown, all-star circuit of champions on there as well. So uh, a lot of options and now NASCAR roots and, and all of uh, what it has to offer part of that package as well. When it comes to this weekend, I think it's our final off weekend coming up for, for a lot of us. Any big plans uh, for you? I say, for me, anyway, you haven't had an off weekend yet in 2022. No, no, this will be pure rest, relaxation, recharge the batteries, maybe play some eye racing, and then uh, and then get fired up for another season. So it's uh, the off season, and now is the off weekend, but I'm going to take advantage of it. Be heading down south here before you know it, and everything gets underway in just a couple of days' time at the New Smyrna Speedway down in Florida for the World Series of Asphalt Racing, something that we'll be talking about here the next couple of weeks. Certainly will be a lot going on down there in conjunction with Race Week down in Daytona. Chris, it's uh, been a fun first show. Look forward to doing it throughout the entire 2022 season. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. It's uh, happy to be here. First show's knocked out of the park, and I'm excited to uh, talk about the World Series next week and uh, a lot of the action is going to happen. I feel like uh, we're going to have plenty of storylines to talk about next week for sure. Well, look forward to it for Chris Wildner and our new producer, Hank Silver, joining us for the first time here on the Motor Racing Network. I'm Kyle Rickey. We'll see you back here next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast.